Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a place where chasing dreams and chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to break tradition and pursue your own true happiness. Hey y'all, I'm your host, Tina Cudinia, award-winning chocolatier and chocolate mentor to amazing humans worldwide. I've been in the game for 15 plus years now, yo, and I've learned so much from this crazy journey of working and training under literal chocolate masters, running my own successful business, and being married to my master chocolatier husband, Portuguese stud muffin, Bruno Coutinho. This podcast was created to inspire, encourage, and help you become the best dang chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm absolutely here to help you do the dang thing. So take a deep breath, get the mind right, and get ready to listen. You ready, friend? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome, y'all, to another episode of the I Heart Chocolate podcast. It is being recorded via my iMac. So I have this fancy camera that I got back in Black Friday. I have unboxed it. I have yet to use it and set up the lighting and do all the things, but I have told myself time and time again that it's going to start recording podcasts. And so here I am recording it via my computer. I'll work out the fancy stuff later at some point. But I wanted to come onto this podcast because I just got back from a fun trip to New York City. It's the first non-work trip in 10 years, about 10 years. Uh, and it's the first non-family fun trip in six years. So that says something about my life recently. Uh, basically, ever since I became a parent and a mom, you know, everything's been focused on family and family time and everything. So this is kind of like the first girl's trip for me a very long time and it was very well much needed and very uh felt very good but i wanted to come here and talk about the importance of tuning in to that side of being a business owner right because i think that we can get caught up in this hustle and grind of everything myself included until you reach a point where you kind of just get lost or feel like you're a cog in your own machine that you're just doing the same task over and over. You're just doing the business life over and over. And yes, it might lift you up and make you feel good, but don't lose sight of the things that fill you up, the things that make you more inspired, the things that get you all like, hot dang, like how did they do that, you know? So for me, when I went and planned this trip to New York, I told my god sister, do you want to do any touristy stuff or not? She said like, no, let's do do other things. So straight off the bat, I was like, I'm going to do all the fun, creative stuff. I want to see other artists and other realms beyond chocolate because I know that for me, I always gain inspiration from that. And yes, I live in LA where I could technically see those things here, but I know that's a different vibe in New York because I used to live there. So the hustle and grind culture of New York, the people who are there, who are dreamers, who are like, it's a different energy. It's a different environment. I mean, I hated living in New York. Like, honest God, I really hated living there. But I do respect the ones who are able to be there daily and grind it out and go for their passion, their purpose every single day because it's such a hard way to make a living. Like, it's just difficult. I mean, I feel like both states, California and New York, are very expensive. Different kinds of hard, right? I prefer the landscape, the sunshine, the weather of California, the laid backness. New York definitely has that more like get down to business, I'm serious, no BS type of mentality. And for that, I feel that it can make creatives uh, have a certain like hardness or like strength in them that maybe you don't see in other states. But I will just say that overall, 
being in this space of seeing artists, meaning I went to a secret concert and listened to singers, like upcoming singers. I went to an audiovisual installation where there are these cool like panels on the wall. And then these like, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like as if someone went into the literal color magenta because the thing was called magentaverse, the literal color and created a world that was like spaceshipy slash matrixy slash like I don't even know how to describe it. If you saw my stories, it looked freaking cool. But for someone to create that type of experience, I just thought like, holy crap, like artists are so freaking cool. Like artists are so freaking badass, in my opinion. And then I took two dance classes, one taught by this really well-known choreographer, which was really dope. She was so, so cool. Uh, And then another taught by this dance teacher over in Harlem. Never been to Harlem in my life. That gave it a different feel, but it was still an overall really super fun class. And then going to other parts of the city that I've never been. So you're, I know as you're hearing this, you're like, okay, so basically your New York trip was really fun because all these new experiences and everything. But my point of this podcast is that whether it's in New York or whether it's in your own backyard or wherever you want to explore or feel something, don't lose track of going after those experiences, those places, those people who inspire something in you. So again, I am someone who is very drawn to people's story. All the singers that we listen to, you could hear and you could feel their story and their voice as they were singing. And they often had something to say about the song prior to singing. They had something to inspire the the lyrics to the song. There's a story there. And you sit there and automatically you have this like stronger connection to this person and you feel like you know them as a person because they're sharing it so openly and so raw and so vulnerable. It's like, holy heck, like it just it just enhances the experience. Similarly to the audiovisual experience, you know, you're not really interacting with other people, but it's so like grand and big and vast. And you just realize like there's a whole nother world out there and for my head I go like the the creatives again the creatives behind this project my goodness like hot dang if you're in New York I highly recommend you go check out Artec House it's over by the Chelsea Market it's like 25 bucks again in but it's freaking it's it's cool it's just freaking rad if you're into art and stuff and then the dance class I said this to both of the choreographers when I took their class and I said, like, thank you for just happy vibes, you know? Thank you for the positive energy, making it fun, uh, exercising, listening to cool music, getting to sweat it out with other people who are just there to have a good time. I I feel like a lot of people, when you're trying a new art form or something, sometimes you can get intimidated and in your head and think like, oh, like, I'm going to be so uncomfortable and I'm going to be so this. But then when you're surrounded by people who are doing similar thing, who really are there for fun, it just becomes fun. It just becomes this fun experience. And that's what I got from this New York trip was like the whole thing pretty much was just fun, fun and like a lot of walking, like a lot, a lot of walking, like almost 30 miles of walking (laughs) in three days, which is insane um, because I hardly walk anymore. But yeah, I, I I will forever be grateful for that grind and hustle mentality of people going out there day and day doing their dream. On the flip side, so I came as a visitor and I live there, so I know both sides. On the flip side, I understand that that constant hustle and grind all the time will do something to your head if you're not uh, used to it or if that's not your calling or that's not like your vibe. 
And so that's why I was telling my god sister, like, I love this temporarily. I love this feel to be in it for a moment and enjoy it for what it is and to be able to explore and have fun and whatever. Would I ever live here again? Hell no. <laughs> Hell to no no. And I say that very straight because it's just not me. And I appreciate New York for what it is. But, you know, little things like having to walk everywhere, having the smell of urine, like whiffing in your face every now and then because the streets are not the cleanest. Uh getting off like a class and then going to subway and maybe there's like a crazy hobo or something roaming about if you're a girl by yourself you don't feel the safest um all the honking new yorkers you gotta stop honking it doesn't make the traffic go faster like what's up with that um to the small spaces i am once again california girl all the way i like my large rooms and my trees everywhere and looking up and seeing sky and not just buildings that's my only that's my only rip on new york right there but I will say, like I said, once again, for everything else that it offered me and it taught me. And it's crazy to think that I worked there 13 years ago. And I remember that grind of waking up early, going on the train, feeling like a sardine, getting off the train, walking a mile or whatever it was to my workplace, working for eight and a half hours, getting off, whether I was going to another place to stage or whether I was going straight home. By the time I got home, it's already like late. You have to shower, you have to make food, you go to sleep, you repeat, da 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 da. Man, it's crazy that 13 years seems so long, like seems so far, but it wasn't that long ago. And so if you're listening to this podcast, what I want you to take away from it is Whatever your dream is or whatever you're thinking or whatever you're working towards, realize that time is going to go by a lot faster than you think and that one of the ways to keep at it and keep positive and feel good about what you're doing is to not just be so immersed and focused on your own goal, but also to pay attention to other artists and other creatives who are doing it too. And for me, I find that very um, satisfying and very inspirational, especially from people outside of chocolate because it's just like a whole nother world. And I'm just constantly like, how did you do that? How did you start? What's your process like? That's amazing. Oh my gosh, like what's your background story? I can't believe that happened to you. You know what I mean? It's 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 really cool. It's just really cool. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the I Heart Chocolate podcast. Thanks so much for watching if you are watching it. And I will be sure to give you more than just a little rip on New York next time. But if you haven't been, definitely go. I feel like everyone should be in New York at least once in their life. And if you do go, do all the artsy things. It's full of like thriving culture over there. Do all the artsy things. Don't just do the touristy stuff. Do all the artsy things and really experience the people. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you guys next time. Ciao. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for joining along and listening. I super duper appreciate it. If you could be so kind, share this podcast with another chocolate friend who may benefit. Becoming a chocolatier has been a dream come true, and these days I am all about helping other passionate, hardworking folks like yourself step into that next level of chocolate happiness. You can always send me a DM via Instagram at Coutinho Chocolate or join my free Facebook group, Passion to Chalk Biz, to connect with other awesome chocolatiers like yourself. Till next time, my friends, and remember this you are worthy of the life you dream. That is my mantra for freaking life. You just have to have the courage to keep pursuing it. Here's to doing the dang thing and forever loving what we do. Cheers.